What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of GamerJet. This is episode number four. It should technically be episode number six, but I was out, I was sick, had COVID, was in the hospital, recovered now, and in that time frame, we have lots of gaming news, and it's, it, there's a lot to catch up on. We won't be going through all of it, but however, there's still a hefty amount of news uh, between coming up regarding PlayStation 5's new remote, along with xbox tv issue along with just breaking news that i just saw there which is xenoblade uh chronicles 3 is getting uh, a direct in two days time with a lot more and with me today is my good mate that we've we talked a lot through twitter and we're finally getting to know do a lot of hopefully content in in the future uh mr joe from gamer hub how you doing Hey man, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Um, I'm really I'm doing really good. Um, I'm currently uh, at a friend's house, dog sitting, so I'm just working. Um, say remotely, but um, in a different location from home. Don't have all those home comforts that you normally enjoy. You know, coffee, um, <laughs> food on on tap. <laughs> um, making making the most deliveries. But yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking forward. I did bring my Xbox though, so I'm looking forward to sinking some hours into some games later. Yeah, I have a question. Uh, what what do you have? Like the Xbox Series S uh, X, or is it uh, the Xbox One X? Uh, uh, no, Series X. Series X. Good man. Yeah, I got I got mine on launch day. I was fortunate enough that um, as did I. I yeah, I wasted <laughs> I wasted a lot of hours of work of work <laughs> just like trying to get one through the Microsoft store. That, that's so, yeah. that's kind of what happened with me. Uh, really, I, I managed. I one one of my friends that actually work in Xbox UK came in clutch. Uh, just before it uh, released, and I had to like travel a lot to get it, but it was worth it in the end. I was absolutely delighted. Man, that's awesome! It's so good to get like once I ha once you get. Uh, did you so? Did you not like get it on the first wave of? Um... Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I almost it's... didn't though. <laughs> you almost didn't because it's so good just having that relief of that email. Like, ah, oh, well done. You're gonna have it on launch day um that being said they did microsoft did almost do the dirty on me um and there was like i was talking to support because they said oh yeah you should have it like five days afterwards and i was like whoa 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 what you mean i've got i've got this email <laughs> saying you'll have it on launch day and i was getting contradicting messages from them one saying oh yeah it's gonna come on launch day and next one being like oh no yeah it's like five to ten days afterwards and i was like what the hell is going on um anyway yeah like uh like the story, like that just reminds me of a story what happened with my PlayStation Five. Uh, like I had the PlayStation Five pre-ordered for I don't know how long before it came out, mm. and then after that, uh, I remember it was the PlayStation like like the showcase where we actually saw the console for the first time, and yeah. like the price and stuff like that. And I was with my my partner, uh, my girlfriend, and we were we were watching it and like. It was coming up to my birthday, and for some reason, I she don't know why she did it, but she thought I would have preferred having the digital console uh, yeah. when I had the disc version pre-ordered. And when she went in to like change it, she like paid off the rest of it for me as a birthday present. And uh, when she changed it, my name went to the bottom of the list because of having to like in their system in GameStop it changes. Oh, so no. when it came to everyone getting their uh, you know, emails of assurance say, oh, you're getting it day one when it comes out. 
like my mate, like who we went in the same day to pre-order. He was like, yeah, I got mine. You get yours. And I was like, um, no. And then like, I messaged the manager cause I knew the manager in GameStop. And I, he, I was like, yo, what, what's the story here? And then like, he told me and then I was like, well, I wasn't aware of this. And my girlfriend definitely wouldn't have done that because <laughs> she, yeah, know, yeah. she knows how much gaming <laughs> means to me. And then I actually managed to get a job in GameStop at that time where I then managed to get a console uh day one because uh someone canceled their pre-order and they were like hey dave you, you can have this and i was like thank you i'll take that uh it was the digital one i would have uh and then like two or three months later when the another wave came in i bought a ps5 again but i bought the disc version and i gave the digital one to one of my friends uh obviously he paid me for it but you know it was just yeah yeah you know so like that was my stressful story of when the ps5 first came out and then I managed, uh, then I like sank so many hours into Demon's Souls and Ratchet and Clank and Spider-Man, you know, good time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, that, um, they certainly had a, uh, they were all, uh, almost a hard, they were harder to get hold of almost in the Xboxes, just the demand's just higher, especially in our region. Yeah. Um, but like, um, God, I, I was quite impressed with, with the launch for PlayStation. I thought they had um, a great um, lineup pack of games. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, they came out like firing. Like that was one of the main things, and that's like I was just uh, talking to uh, a streamer on YouTube, uh, also a good friend of mine. Uh, Let's avoid Mr. Paddy plays. Uh, he was uh, uh, yeah. he was uh, talking about we were comparing the successes and the failures of Xbox launch to PlayStation's launch and like quality and quantity and. It went on for like two or three hours. Wait, is this? Sorry, did you say Paddy plays or Matty plays? Uh, Paddy plays. Paddy plays. Okay, yeah. yeah so it's a play on words. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, Mister Matty plays is the guy from Defining Duke, which yeah, is yeah, who, I know, yeah, yeah. Who that's I, why I thought it might be him. That's why I had I misheard you. I, yeah. I was like, oh, that check. You mean? Yeah, well, we will. We will probably talk about him because they did answer my question on the podcast, which I was pretty hyped about. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So with. Uh, uh, with that, we were just like, you know, talking about how Xbox, like, and the Halo launch, and how I personally think that game should not still be released to this day. And I am a diehard Halo fan. I, 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 I am, I'm, like, it is my favorite franchise. It, like, I will play through the entire series of games at least two times a year. Oh, wow. You are diehard. Yeah. Like, I, like, I love, like, legendary mode. That, like, that's me. They're, like, they're my games. And then, like, when this game came out, it like I loved it, and then it broke my heart to see where it was going. Like, the, mm -hmm. like the campaign's fantastic, but I just not, I'm just not going to touch it until they like add co-op and forge. Yeah, I was disappointed with no co-op. I mean, like, okay, I mean, yes, it was missing a lot of what you would come to expect from Halo games. Tight gameplay, a lot of fun. The campaign was alright. I mean, I'm not massive. Um, I'm not a massive Halo person, but I enjoyed it. But I did get to towards. It kind of felt like the end, it was like the part that should have been the end wasn't the end. And then you went on and had more, to, like more, I don't know, it, it kind of, the pacing was a little bit off for me from a story point of view. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, like they left it on like a cliffhanger. I'm not going to spoil the whole, like the game or anything, but like. Yeah, 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 like, no, of course. With Tree for Tree's development and we're not getting an update on anything anytime soon. It's just really sad to see where that, that game is at with its flagship 
mm. and also speaking of uh uh let's survive mr uh, patty plays uh shout out to him with his latest interview uh with uh the one and only roger clark from the red dead 2 he plays arthur Mar- 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 was it Ar- arthur morgan yeah, uh, in Red Dead 2. Yes, he is the uh, Roger Clark, or Clark Roger? I can't remember his name. Yeah, it's Roger Clark. He's the main voice actor in uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, he plays mm, Arthur I Morgan. Isn't that the guy from... Yeah, he is from yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, yeah, he's the main character in the... Uh, Paddy has also done interviews with, like, a lot of the gang. Like, he's done... I think this was, like, his last one. Like, he's done all of the gang. Like, he's done... Yeah. Uh, Dutch, uh, not of them. Like, I can't remember all of their names off the top of my head, but uh, I'll be leaving a link in the description for that video because it's a really good interview. And uh, mm. I know Paddy wanted uh, that interview for since he started it and he managed to get it. So, that's an epic him. interview. That is yeah. an epic interview. Yeah. So, um, that will be in the description of uh, video after, after when, like, when we go through it. So, if you have a look at that, just save your watch later and then after the podcast you can go watch it <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get into what we're playing okay i've been yeah, i've been sick for for two weeks so i've managed to i would like i would have liked to play it a bit more but there's one game that i've been playing that has consumed a lot of that time so i'll just tell you the games i have been playing and then you'll t- let me know what you're playing for. So I'll just go first. So I played through the Modern Warfare campaign uh, just for the hype for Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. And I platinumed it. And Already? Okay, wow. Yeah. So it's actually a very easy platinum. And I'm very surprised with how very little people have platinumed it. There's a 0.3% people on PlayStation have platinumed that game. And like the sales for that game are ridiculous on PlayStation. So mm. it tells you a lot of people did not play the campaign. Or yeah, you know, yeah. which is like mind boggling. Mm. And then there you are trophy hunters. <laughs> yeah, like uh I'm like that that's a something I'll go into as well. I just like I'm an Xbox fanboy, but PlayStation with the just the platinum trophy is just so much more appealing to me. Like mm. and that's that's where I'll always like play third party stuff there. And then the game that I'm currently ongoing and it's driving me crazy and I cannot wait to finish it is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm <laughs> almost 90 hours into it. And I am almost have all the collectibles and like I'm halfway through the storyline. But then I've got like other small bits and pieces to do where it's like kill such and such enemies while on fire and, you know, get tossed off a building and like slide down like a snow like a hundred meters and stuff like that. So like after I like beat the game, there's like little bits of that. And then I'm going to take a break from it and then I'm gonna go do the DLCs and stuff like that. Because like I can't be us doing that right now. Like after yeah, yeah, like yeah. after I finish Valhalla, I'm going straight on and playing Destroying All Humans because I want a fun little game to just play around with for a while before going back into an open world game. Mate. Yeah, Destroy All Humans I recently played through. That was a lot that was a lot of I say recently, it was it was this year. <laughs> yeah, like, like this year six months in, that's recent enough. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. We're currently going through the backlog season right now. Like, you know, mm. like uh, there's only one big game that I can think of. Well, two big games that have been released in like that time period. 
at the moment for the summer. And uh, one of those games I'm actually currently playing and will have a spoiler cast in a, cup in a week or two, uh, which w- oh. is The Quarry, uh, playing through The Quarry at the moment. And uh, I won't get into it too much because obviously it's super massive. Is it super massive? Yeah, it's super massive. Like, yeah. they're, like, their games are, they, they know how to make a horror game, but there's just yeah. performance issues with this game is kind of taking me out of it a little bit. And oh, no. Nothing worse than performance issues in a horror game it ruins that immersion. Like, <laughs> like uh, there's one thing I will say, because I've seen a lot of people talk about it on Twitter and stuff like that, and it's so funny because it's true. Because when I was playing that last night, and when this thing happened, when they're in the water, when there's splashes in this game, it literally looks like a PS1 splash, like JPEG. Oh, no, like, really. Like, really low-res reflections and stuff. It's yeah. not even reflections. Like, it's just so terrible. Like, I'll, tr- I'll try and see if I can like, show you a clip of just that one like, scene where mm. it's like a three-second clip of just that. It's, it's so bad. It's so funny. I love it. But like the game overall... There's like good quality to it. Like you can tell where they focused on like certain characters where like like Brenda Song and is it Ariel Winter? Like their motion capture is like spot on perfect and there's like no facial issues. And like it's like Justin Lin and like some of the other guys, like they've got like their face animations are a bit weirder compared to those the other two. Because like, mm. like I feel like they're like the bigger names. So they kinda like focused on them a bit more. But like obviously I'll get into more details on the spoiler cast. And one game I've been playing while I'm at work, and it's uh the Kirby is it Forgotten Land? Is that what it's called? The Forgotten Land. Uh Kirby Forgotten Land, yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been playing when I'm at like work. Like I'll have my hour break and then I like go out, put on my headphones, play my switch, and this is what I'll do when I'm eating. And I just like yeah. chip away that and I just I just love the music and this game is actually just like it's so good. Like, is it? Yeah, like, well, it is I, really good. I've not played a Kirby game since uh, Kirby's Air Ride on the GameCube. Like, that's, <laughs> it's uh, been a while. Long, long... Mind you, I don't think they've been that abundant that I've seen, at least. But um, like, yeah, I'd I, highly I'm recommend picking this up. Yeah, like it's a, it's a great platformer. Like uh, I was surprised. Like, I played the demo first, and I was like, you know what, this actually looks pretty good. Then I bought it. Like it's one of the rare occasions where I've actually played a demo and then bought the game to see if I enjoy it or not. But. Uh, yeah, that's the last game I've been playing. I've been, I'm still going through it, so you know, I'll, I'll once it comes to me finishing, I'll talk more about it then. But yeah, the, they're they're the main games I've been playing besides like League of Legends and uh, some Fortnite. Like when trying to play that no build mode, and then some Warzone. You know, also played some yeah. Mortal Kombat 11 as well because. It's on Game Pass as well as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. I've I've had it installed, but have not played it, and I'm ready. And I'm I so want to play it, but I'm just yeah, waiting. Yeah. So it'll probably be like another few days before I play that. So Joe, what have you been playing? Um, well, I've been like yourself. I've been playing the well. I've been playing Ninja Turtles. Um, I'm doing a um co-op playthrough with my buddy and colleague Kyle. Um, um from Game Hub. Yeah, and um, that's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's like it's got all the sort of um the charm um from the old game but just refreshed and modernized it's and it's yeah it's great it's a lot of fun it's i mean take it for what it is like um it's relatively 
Well, you know, it, it's not a it's not a hugely in, in like narrative intense game. It's like a beat 'em up. Like it's fun. It's, yeah, it's got fun. it's it's got that like arcadey feel like from back like when you go back into like an arcade store and you're just like that side scroller beat 'em up. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and it is, and I, and, and that's what I want. That's exactly what I wanted from it. So you know, uh, if I had to, um, we're going to do a sort of co-op review as well, actually, on the on uh, on the site. Um, so yeah, but I mean, obviously that'll be a bit late. But we had to coordinate both of our diaries then as well. So you know, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I've I've been I played through the Telltale um, Walking Dead game, New Frontier. So I'm new to Telltale games and like those interactive stories. Um, I've never played any. It, haven't you? Ah, uh, if you like it, it's. I mean, it's 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 narrative. It's it's action light, but narrative heavy. You don't really have a lot of action, but it is so good. Like, yeah. um, like you. What one of the things I love in RPGs is the choice and consequence, and these games have cho- real choice and consequence. Like, you choose who lives and who dies, um, and it affects how, how other characters feel about you and stuff. And at the end, it like gives you like a, um a summary of your relationship with like, the key characters and stuff that was in it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was, it was, I had a lot of fun with it. But the only problem is I played the walking dead and new frontier, mm-hmm. um, which is the newest one. So I've got to go back and play the old ones, um, from it, the, from the Xbox 360 time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I actually own them. Like, I own yeah, all the yeah. seasons. I've just never touched them. Like it's, it's, it's like, in the back areas of my backlog that like of games that i'll probably one day touch but i keep saying that i will now you never will you know mm. but is there yeah. anything else you can play um so ninja turtles um that and have i been i was since we've last spoken i've obviously been playing oblivion i, don't, I, don't, I probably don't go more than like a month without touching an elder scrolls game and i wouldn't blame um, you yeah i mean because <laughs> obviously they're just the most awesome things ever um and yeah, I've, I've just been going through playing the Majors Guild um, on that one. Wow. I, I've been playing it uh, on a uh, on a sort of a different playthrough. I've, ne- I've not done like a, a magic build before, but I'm doing like a full blown sort of like battle mage um, build. So it's, it's yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I think I really love like um, probably one of the best stories uh, is better than Skyrim's story, in my opinion. Yeah, the College of Winterhold is a little bit bland, I think. And it's also... Well, let's not get into the whole role-playing debate about it, but yeah, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a much better game for role-playing uh, a magic, uh, like a mage-type build. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, I would definitely like the agree. Spell, the spell creation element alone, like... Um, or when you, like, go to each, like, section to, like, get, like, your, de- like, quote-unquote degree in each place, and then you head off to, like, the main one as well Absolutely, i yeah. find that yeah, yeah. very fun like you earn your way to the mages guild like i yeah. like i remember playing that and was it like you know that like a conjuring glitch where like you'd like just like use the gauntlet and like you just like get like maximum like conj- conjuring uh like your like skill up to like 100 or something like that yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah. I, and then like there's like i remember like back on the ps3 i believe where You'd like go through it and then like you do the paralyzing spell and like some is it Dorian or something like that? And like you'd freeze him and then like you steal in his pocket, but like it's like an infinite money glitch. So like the money never leaves and you also always get money. 
Uh, there are things that like, I used to love doing, as well as the duplication glitch with like watermelons. I love doing that as well back in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely yeah. freaking out my 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 PS3, which is like shouldn't be done. <laughs> you shouldn't do that to PS3, especially you can yeah. barely run it properly. So to bear in mind trying to do anything else. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, I know it's 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 such a fun game. Like, and the you know the 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 factions and the main quest um, in Oblivion is. It, it, it's it's so well written from oh, a story point of view um yeah. they they pace it so well um and it's just it's one that i i find it easier to go back and play and do faction playthroughs on it skyrim's are like a mu much nicer sort of to adventure on there's just the world's sort of more filled out i guess yeah um but if you're doing like if you want like content and, and story playthrough then yeah I'd, uh, it's oblivion all the way also, shout um, out to Shivering Isles DLC because that's one of the best DLCs in an Elder Scrolls game. Oh yeah, of course, the Shivering Isles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Actually, I, I um on this playthrough, I haven't done the Shivering Isles yet, so I probably will do that too. But yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's what I've been playing. Um, yeah. Story not cut short, but still. Yeah. So we're we're going to get into some of the news topics that uh that have kind of we're kind of going to go to like more recent to then what happened last week. Uh, kind of like end the show on more discussion because. I've heard your predictions video uh, on the Gamer Hub YouTube channel. Uh, yeah. And we're going to talk about some of the games that did show up and what didn't show up because I saw some very bold predictions from you. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I was excited and smiling while listening to it. And then when it came to it and we found out that it was only going to be for the next 12 months, a lot of speculation and things that are uh, popping up on Twitter about fans being worried about the Xbox conference. We'll get to that in a bit. So, yeah. starting off, news that literally just broke about 30 minutes ago. Uh, Xenoblade 3 Chronicles uh, direct for uh, Wednesday. Yeah. So, this is very interesting. Uh, I've never played the Xenoblade games. Uh, but, however, there is also that rumor that Alana Pierce said that there is going to be a Nintendo Direct on the 29th of June, which is a mm. week away from then. I've never seen Nintendo do a direct and then seven days later whip out a full other direct. Have you? No, uh, I've never heard of it. I don't think it's ever happened. But um, so, like, never say. I mean, there's always a time, first time for everything, isn't there? So there is. Like, like I am curious. To, like, uh, unless there was like a misinterpretation there, where it's like, oh, there is a direct, but you know, they they probably didn't know what the direct was at that time. But however, like we've often gotten directs and like that time Smash Bros was announced and like it was just for Splatoon or Splatoon 2 DLC or something. Yeah. And then we got that uh, reveal for Smash Bros and everybody lost their minds. So yeah. maybe something like that might happen. Who knows? Like uh, I'm I'm just looking forward. To, uh, well, hoping, fingers crossed that we get uh, Twilight Princess a remake or port. Uh, oh no, man! I want, I want the, I want the Ocarina of Time. Get in the bin, Joe. I want the, um, <laughs> uh, oh god, Wind Waker. I couldn't remember it. Apparently, they're uh, supposed but... to release both of them at the end of the year. Like, uh, there's supposed to be a recent two ports from the Wii U over. So what was it? There was Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess, and was it Wind Waker? The other one. Wind, I think Wind Waker is on is on Wii. But, oh wait, hang on a moment. You, I just realised you can play Wii U games on your Switch anyway. Um, yeah, but someone you, told you, me that. Oh, go on. I mean, obviously, you want it, yeah. Um, you you want it optimized properly and stuff like that. But um, 
I didn't realize this the other day until the other day where someone was like, yeah, you can um, you can play your Wii U games on your Switch. And I was like, oh my God, am I just finding this out now? It was embarrassing. I'm only finding this out right now. So, <laughs> you know. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. well, there you are. I feel less embarrassed now. But yeah, yeah when the, I can't remember who it was. I think it was a guy in my local like uh, like CEX store. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, and he told me, he was like, yeah, don't worry, by the way, you can play all your games on... Um, or your Wii U games on your Switch. I was like, oh, oh, that's awesome. Um, anyway, yeah, sorry. Yeah. As you were, we were talking about going back to the uh, Xenoblade. Xenoblade. Yeah, but yeah. Xenoblade, uh, obviously, third one in the series. Uh, I've not played uh, the other two, and along with the like DLC for two, I haven't played them. Uh, but I, a lot of, there's a lot of hype uh, building this game. Bear in mind, this game was also pushed forward with the release date that's something we don't we never really see anymore you yeah, usually, right. you know along with the starfield and redfall infamous delay the next year you know seeing things get pushed forward is very interesting to see uh which has me question like with this xenoblade 3 coming out now and bayonetta possibly coming in the winter time like uh, they say said it's still slated for 2023 bayonetta so you know, it's interesting to see what this, where this, like, Nintendo are uh, this year, because they've been very quiet. Mm. Well, they've got Pokemon at the end of the year, though, as well. Ah, yeah, that's a given uh, these days now, isn't it? <laughs> they've, but they've got, I mean, that's two, what, one, one in, two in the same year. Yeah. Like, uh, that's quite incredible, really. Yeah. Um, although, I, yeah, anyway. Three, three in a year, really, because, mm. like, what was it? The brilliant diamond and perfect pearl, or something like that. I can't remember. Shining pearl. Shining yeah. Although pearl. they did, weren't they like November last year? Yeah, and then like come November this year, we'll have. Oh, so other... within the twelve, yeah, yeah within so, the twelve month period, so we'll have yeah, three yeah. Pokemon games. And like, bear in mind, those games are selling like ridiculously well. So, like, no matter what, like, obviously, probably next year we'll get like another port of like Pokemon games, hopefully blue. I don't know. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> red and blue yeah I'm yeah i i still those. own my blue uh for the game boy Slather. yeah I've, I've i've only got i think i've got pokemon yellow um is the of one of the ogs that i've got um still um but i don't think i even have a game boy color anymore like, i mean i, I, I don't I, I don't have a game boy color either i just have the game <laughs> yeah yeah well you know what so like these get the game like the internal batteries on those things run out so the, I think the last time I tried to fire it up, like it was like, yeah, the internal battery is done. You cannot save the game. Yeah, but you can get them replaced. Like there's a there's a guy um in near, in town where I live, like, and he says, oh, I replace them. Leave them with me overnight. I replace it. I, I mean, to be honest with you, it's probably something I could do myself, but I'd rather not break the game. <laughs> Moving onwards, things that like speaking of things that like hopefully won't break is the new PlayStation 5 Pro controller or PlayStation 5 Plus controller, whatever, whatever they're going to end up calling it. But I'm just going to read uh, a little bit of a few lines here from uh, Jasmine Menon from Games uh, Radar. A PS5 Pro controller, uh, if it does indeed exist, which would be the first uh, Sony, uh, the first time Sony would actually do this in the PlayStation history, Sony has typically only released one version of its controllers per console, which, which revisions along with lifespan of the console to introduce a standalone line is a big deal. And certainly points to Sony's emerging PC plans, which could, uh, 
be, you know, which could also have another contender with the PlayStation, or sorry, the Xbox Elite controllers. These rumors have also resurfaced previously uh, reports about a potential PS5 Pro console hitting our shelves soon. And I've also heard about this from uh, insiders as well, along with uh, the PS5 Pro. It's actually going to be a PS5 Slim. They're just going to like reduce the cost and make it yeah. easier for more PlayStation 5s to get out there. And along with the rumored PlayStation Showcase that's coming up, I feel mm. like this is a very, very poss big possibility. We'll see a PS5 uh, DualSense Pro type controller. How how do you feel mm. about the controller? Like, are you like first of all, do you like? Uh, do you want a PS Five? Uh, yeah, I've got PS Five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't. I I feel it makes sense as well. I feel the controller makes sense. Yeah. Um, I I, I would get one. Oh, oh <laughs> um, absolutely! Yeah. I'd be there with you. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm right there with the Elite um, Series Two control. Um, fantastic. I've not fantastic. I've one. not had problems with it, but there are like what what uh, widely reported issues with the Elite controller too. So if PlayStation came out and obviously, like you said, speaking about their their interest in growing their PC market and their PC audience, or being able to use it for the gaming on like playing Xbox games via the PC, if they did it and got it right without problems, like that that you get with the Xbox One, like. I think they they could be on something. They could, Xbox would certainly need to release a PlayStation, uh, PlayStation Three, an Elite Version Three controller. Oh, I, I believe it's it would coming. need to work. Oh, I believe it is as well. Mm -hmm. But they would need to really sort their, you know, sort their stuff out with it, because I just, uh, I think, yeah, if PlayStation did that, they, 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 plus if you add in all the extra DualSense features, mm -hmm. um, yeah, they, they. Um, they could really sort of dominate because the Xbox have always done quite well with the hardware of their like um, controller hardware and stuff like that. Oh yeah, like... I think um, I, yeah, I think it's I think it's a uh, very um, I think it's very possible. Um, and like you say, going back to the PlayStation Five Pro, I don't think we see a Pro. I think yeah, we see a slim a slim model. Yeah, um, we uh, might see a Pro. At we some will point, like four to five years into the cycle, so another three years we'll see a Pro. Mm, yeah, that's usually the. A, like mid-time cycle like you know to, to be honest what they'll actually do with a pro i'm not exactly too sure what it will be hopefully mm -hmm. maybe more storage but we do have the internal ssd that we can now apply to our ps5 so there really isn't a need for that but uh speaking mm -hmm. of the xbox remote i actually own this elite series 2 but mine's actually broken and i haven't used it for like a few months like the left bumper is just stuck really? and it won't unstick itself and you can't send it to GameStop because GameStop can't don't fix that type of stuff. And yeah, when you go onto the Xbox or the Xbox website, like it, it just tells you to get a new controller, really. You know, and I'm not spending 200 quid again. And then, like, uh, if you go onto Amazon, it tells you to get these replacement ones, but you have to do like a whole DIY. And I don't trust myself to open that and close it again. Uh, mm. So you know, like, I've just been using my Forza Horizon Five. Uh, edition controller that's that's an the awesome one. controller by the way oh it's awesome fantastic controller. i love yeah, i love yeah. it but regardless yeah. but going back to the ps5 remote uh mm. this pro remote is supposed to have uh additional buttons on the back just like the scuff ones as well as the yeah. xbox uh and there's also supposed to be these like little buttons just underneath the analog sticks that you can replace them if they drift so that is that is cool because actually um that is one of the things that the elites 
they at least get and you can't seem to fix. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, if it, I'd love. I can't wait. I hope this is a uh, this is real. It makes sense that it's real. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, I mean, what other fi- features? I mean, because obviously the panels make sense, especially. Probably like. I mean, I know probably grips as well as like. One thing that which will be probably weird, but like, do you know the trigger like features where like you can stop it, like the way on the Xbox, trigger you can like, yeah, yeah, like I I just don't know that will kind of take away from the Im- immersiveness of the controller with certain games like uh, yeah. Horizon and like Ghostima or when like you know you're pulling back the bow or shooting in Call of Duty, like there mm-hmm. is that resistance, and mm-hmm. that will be kind of gone if you had that type of thing, you know because. When you're like playing gun games, obviously it's probably for more uh, competitive, sorry, for more competitive um, type of gameplay. Uh, so, mm-hmm. but like it'll also appeal to uh, people like me and you. Like I, I'm tend to when there's new hardware, I'm I'm gonna jump on it. I want it. You know, I want mm-hmm. the new thing, and that that's that's me. I, that's that's the type of thing I like. So, uh, one thing I will ask yourself: what you think the price point will be for this type of thing? Um, I reckon they'll be competitive with the Xbox um, uh, Elite Siri. Control. If yeah, the yeah Xbox Xbox Elite Control. I think it'll probably be around that price. Um, maybe, but it depends. Really, it depends on. Um, I, I think I don't think it'll be too much or too 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 low. I don't think they'd put it this way. If they did undercut it, it'd be slight. It would be a slight undercut. It wouldn't be like a like a more than. F- like 25 pounds or something or you know 25 dollars wherever you're listening yeah like, um for me 150 is the sweet spot but mm, i yeah. like are they really going to cut it that much for last because we don't know how much we're at they're making it for as well as you know it could be interesting with the rumor showcase we see the psvr 2 with the release window and that price point like i think sony are going to show off a little bit more hardware in the next coming few weeks which i'm really excited about and like this is one thing i've like said to a few people like i'm really excited to see what playstation have up their sleeve because i love like they're so quiet right now like we have we know like like we know very little about what's coming out i I know when you say that like you're like okay so you got final fantasy 16 you've got wolverine spider-man you know but like what are the other developers working on you know, like they've, like yeah. there's past those games, we don't know anything, and usually we know something. So, mm-hmm. like, I personally think uh, they're going to buy uh, Square Enix in the next, like, two years. That's, yeah. That, I think that's who they're going to buy. And like, it would make sense because they're pretty much, Square games are pretty much exclusive PlayStation games for the most part, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> which, will, uh, which we'll also be talking about soon with uh, recent Square Enix news. But um, keeping on PlayStation, we're going to talk about one Mr. Corey Harlock, who is just the mastermind of being a little tease on Twitter. Mm. He put up a tweet saying, I got my Steam Deck, but I can't play it right now because I'm playing something else. And then puts up a picture of him holding a DualSense controller. And this is just sending Twitter and myself into a frenzy because joe we're getting god of war ragnarok this year and you cannot tell me otherwise no uh, I, I i think you're right on that um uh, i i thought it 
I thought in general. I, I mean, if they if they release God of War this year, which I think they will, I think it's just they they don't even need to release it this year for because they've got no competition from Xbox. Absolutely, but the fact yeah. they're doing the fact they're doing it is is pretty big. Like um, Xbox really could have done with Starfield and or Redfall releasing this year, but they don't. I mean, obviously, we want the games to be as, as good as they can, but it just. It's another holiday season of PlayStation domination. Um, you know. Well, you say that, but PlayStation don't usually release games after September. <laughs> September is usually the last game they'll release uh, before the end of the year, which is interesting. And then like the sales will dominate from third party. So when you see things like this, and what is it, Forspoken also coming out at the end of the year? So we've got like a triple... Later, one one game I'll bring up now that was in the news and that was at the Jeff Keighley Summer Game Fest, which was The Last of Us Part 1, which is a complete remake of The Last of Us Remaster. Uh, you see that taking the September slot, and then Forspoken is in the October slot, is it? Is that when it's releasing? I think something like that. And then in November, you've got God of War. So you've got, like, these big, big games like for Sony just hitting bang, bang, bang. That's what Xbox did last year. And now, like, it's so interesting seeing the cycle where Sony has been so quiet and they're letting the game speak. And mm. it's just so exciting. Uh, I, I like, what, what's your thoughts anyway on The Last of Us Part 1? Are you, are you excited for it or do you care? Because you I'm sure you've been on tw uh, Twitter. You've seen the people going... Why are we getting this game again? Like, <laughs> um, I mean, it is a money grab. Absolutely. I probably, I will play it. <laughs> As well. Um, yeah, because I just, you know, zombies. Um, but I, I do think, yeah, I, I kind of think that it, I don't think it needs, it's not necessary at all. Um, it's a, you know, it is a, an obvious money grab. And I do think there is a, I do think that a little bit about PlayStation at times. I do think oh, a little bit. Um, this is a little. If if Microsoft did this this stuff, they would they would get shit for it. Yeah, they would. Yeah. Um, they they would they would get. Uh, 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 but I mean, that people will still buy it. It's like Nintendo do it as well. Nintendo are the worst for it. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, we um, we just we just shut up and we buy it because <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I think I, I do think it's not really um, necessary. I think um, they don't need a. They, they've just had a remaster for it for PS, for like for PS4. I mean, it, I, I know why they're doing it. I think they're doing it because obviously the TV the, show. Um, the TV show, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to criticize it too much because it's still going to do like sell like hotcakes and be like incredible. That, that, and we haven't seen <laughs> gameplay. You know? Yeah, which yeah. also just builds up the fuel for fire of like Sony is about to come out and guns blazing like within the next month like and like I think people don't seem to understand that it's like they have they have been so quiet this year mm. yeah but, well that, if you think about it though they are very much they well, their strategy since you know it has always been sort of wait and see especially since like the PS4 PS Xbox One generation it's always been sort of a Wait and see. Wait and see what the competition does. What do they do wrong? Let's let's make sure we don't do that. <laughs> and it's worked for them. They they've been fantastic with it. And so now they they know what they know exactly what they need to show 
to go to go and dominate um the, at least the uh the headlines um so they they know when they need to go big or not and i think they're very i think uh, honestly their marketing i think is very very clever um uh, and I'm, i can't wait to see what they've got because i don't i Wolverine, Star Wars, and stuff like that. We knew that that was that's that's going to be far away, but there's they still have plenty of studios to show us. Now they can show us what they've got in the next twelve months. And if they if God of War is there, well, which it will be, exactly. So I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I can't wait to see what they've got. They've got. I'm looking forward to seeing. Apparently, Bend is working on something. New. You know, the Days Gone people. I yeah, love new Days IP. Gone. Yeah. Yeah, I, of course um, you do. Zombies, of course you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those guns. Yeah. Um, I, actually, uh, you know, actually, I'm about to go on a, on a tangent there, but I, I mean, I'd love to see what their studios are working working on. I think they're going to have an, a third party exclusive release this year as well, um, of like one that we don't already know about. Mm. Um, interesting. So yeah. Um, but you know, I've, they they go out. You've got to hand it to them. Like they, that's what Xbox could have done with. Like they could have gone out and get the. They needed the third part to get the third party exclusives. Yeah, um, uh, absolutely. They, like if that might the game that I always shout at that they should have locked down the second they they should have done it straight away was Gotham Knights. That game should be on Game yeah. Pass day one because that game's gonna die. Mm, I'm not yeah. like like it's going to die. Like mm. there, that's the one thing. Like people are very iffy and offy off it because of the, the loot progression system leveling up, you know, very Avengers like, and we all know what Avengers is like. You know, yeah, it, it's 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 tainted with that type of leveling system, and people don't want that in their type of games. And one game that Xbox probably should have like splashed so much cash on is announcing Elden Ring for Game Pass. They should have try to get something there it's like hey you want that like try to push people to get like i mean bear in mind what when we speak about it in a bit like they did get like new new games like new ip and stuff for game pass day one but like there's there's just a, that little bit less lacking when you see what like playstation has coming at the end of the year because mm -hmm. like they're just like their silence is so threatening because we're like they're about to come out in all cylinders like will we get the spider-man 2 uh gameplay will we get yeah. the kill zone vr game shown off you know there's uh, like do you think we'll do you think we'll see PS psvr 2 yeah like yeah actual, we, we, we yeah. will see that in the next less than two months yeah yeah that is that is a guarantee like that is going to happen like yeah. uh with like and Jim Ryan, you're never going to listen to this podcast. Where the fuck is Sly Cooper, buddy? Where is he? <laughs> you, you didn't even put him on the PS Plus collection or, or on the PS Plus service that you just launched. Where's Where's my boy Sly at? He's, so he's, all is forgiven. Slyly tucked away. <laughs> Sly, all is forgiven if you give me a, a port of the trilogy along with a new game. Okay. Like, mm. just because there's rumors of a new game. And that's all I want. Because he cancelled the movie, the animated movie, about 10 years ago. Mm. And I'm still waiting on it. So, like, we're getting a fucking Jack and Daxter live-action movie. So, mm. give me, give me, just give me a slide. I'm not asking for much. You know? 
like like as you know, we're we're both in Europe, uh, so we will get the PlayStation Plus Premium slash Essential, an extra tier. Uh, I believe it's this Thursday. Me get it. Uh, Sorry, we get the new PlayStation tier. Uh, mm. like the, their new model of service. Uh, yeah. come this week. Uh, I'm really excited because of the likes of Returnal and Ghost of Shima. Like. There is going to be a lot there, plus trophies on the PlayStation 1 games. You know, that's cool. You, I wish you they know. had that on the OG Xbox games, the oh, achievements. Yeah. I, like that, it, like, that's the one thing where PlayStation is excelling and running yeah. laps around. Like, Siphon Filter has yeah. got like, a platinum trophy. Like, really? Yeah, like, I cannot wait. The first game I'm turning on is Ape Escape, and I'm going to platinum that. <laughs> I'm going to live stream it on YouTube when it comes out. I'm platinum it on the same day and I'm just going to just chip away at them because I love Ape Escape and you know it's it's going to be a fun time to go through with that whole catalog. I have seen like uh kind of funny games. I've seen them go into a run down of it and it's like mm. very confusing because there's certain remasters that should be in a different tier. And that they like contradict mm. themselves, and when things like that happen, it's gonna be eh. But we 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 don't we'll we'll find out soon ourselves. I can't wait. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. Are you gonna get us at any point? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, nostalgia is a hell of a drug, man. And I just want to go back. And oh, and that's get, a fact. Get, get high on all that nostalgia, man. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's why I want banjo and kazooie Xbox. Just give me banjo. All right. Yeah. Just give me banjo. Like, I'm not asking for much. I'm asking for a lot, really. But <laughs> yeah, uh, we're gonna. But it's not. Go on, sorry. No, go on. It's not what. It was a pretty irrelevant point. Don't worry. I was just gonna say. It was just gonna say it's not really that big a deal. But it's just if they did those demands for everyone, then it would be. Anyway, as you were, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but like you see things when they're like at like these conferences and stuff, and they're wearing like this sly, like they're being so sly way, wearing a banjo T-shirt, or when Phil Spencer mm. wearing that Battletoads T-shirt back in the day. And then we got a Battletoads game. And like mm. that game would have done so much better if it had online co-op, but it didn't. So yikes. But yeah. uh but uh what we're gonna do now is gonna move on. We're just gonna talk about this one it's like it's just a very like small story, but you know, I don't want to get into too much. But it's Diablo Immortal uh apparently made twenty four million in just two weeks. Uh that game yeah, is <laughs> that game is rated the worst game of all time now at zero point two percent on uh metacritic uh, is that user score metal meta score from like reviews yeah 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 like apparently someone spent like fifteen thousand or ten thousand and still didn't get the high level gear and you know if you um i mean like uh, you all got phones if right you are, if you're spending that amount of money on loot boxes in a free-to-play game then you have more money than you do sense yeah <laughs> just saying like it is absolutely mental that people spend that kind of money on a loot box i mean i and, and I, I i have no time for it and i really hope that they don't have that pull that kind of crap in the diablo 4 which i'm really looking forward to oh me too me too um, like i've never played diablo but that one is uh, that one looks so good i can't wait yeah yeah and i mean what day one game pass isn't it as well it more than likely will be yeah yeah uh speaking of loot boxes overwatch Two has announced that they're removing the loot box system from Overwatch Two, like the one that's in Overwatch. I personally am kind of surprised by it because I actually rather like 
as much as loot boxes are very controversial and stuff, I actually rather enjoyed the one that you get in Overwatch because you like, I like after a while they kind of implemented do certain challenges. You get like a few loot box a day plus every level up. You get a loot box. You know there was a lot of reward like rewarding ways of getting loot boxes. You know. Uh, as as long as like the loot boxes are um as long as you get them by playing um or or the rewards are purely cosmetic then i have yeah. no problem with them but uh but they've announced that they're not no longer doing that so they're actually moving to a battle pass tier type system so you'll be paying for the battle pass uh the only question is will they do what call of duty and fortnite do whereas if you play it long enough, you will actually be able to just continuously buy the same one for the next season, you know, which mm -hmm. I think is a great way of like doing that. Because like I remember when I first played Fortnite when they added the battle pass, and I actually managed to do that for a few seasons, like back in the day. So mm. I was really excited for that. <clears throat> Sorry. So we're gonna move over to some also recent enough news. Uh, we're just gonna. Talk about Final Fantasy Seven. Joe, have yeah. you have you played Final Fantasy Seven? No, I, I don't like JRPGs really. Really, they're, they're just not really my bag, baby. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I've I... never played Final Fantasy Seven. I've owned Final Fantasy Seven Remake since launch, like since it came out. I've never played it. That's You've a lie. That's a lie. I played like half a chapter. Okay, I, I've just haven't been in the mood, and. With this news that we got of Final Fantasy VII uh, Crisis Core, mm -hmm. uh, re uh, what is it? It's Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. Jesus, that's a tongue twister. Mm. Um, <laughs> like, I like. I'm not sure if you saw my tweet. I I saw that it was. I I heard that it was coming, and I was like, oh, so it's coming to Xbox. That's weird. Mm. I put up yeah. the tweet, and then. Like, surely a few hours later it was announced and everyone lost their fucking minds. And I was like, okay, so this is coming to game, uh, to Xbox. Final Fantasy VII Remake is still not on Xbox. But Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which is part two of the trilogy, which they also confirmed, is coming exclusively to PS5. So, yeah. in my, like... I see a lot of people complaining and cribbing, and I was like, that's just like, like, this is one thing that Xbox is losing at what PlayStation does is PlayStation locks down that exclusivity for a while, like over a year. Like, Tunic was a Xbox exclusive for four months. Yeah. You know, that shouldn't have been four months. That should have been a year plus. Like, and some yeah. other games Wait. should have been that. Death Store as well. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, only that, a few months. yeah, that was You've like four to five months. Yeah. Stalker 2 and there's on the same deal when that eventually dropped. Yeah. Um like it's just they don't they don't they're not it's like Phil Spencer. I think the thing is they got so much crap for the like the Tomb Raider stuff and Exclusive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they got so much shit for it. And you know what? I think it was partially driven by um the media being um PlayStation like like a lot of them were maybe re reviewing from PlayStation units and maybe didn't have weren't reviewing from xbox so didn't have them yeah and that was probably it like um they you know they a lot of people in the media would wanted you know wanted to play it and then it what well, i didn't uh, get buying into this sort of um uh 
what do you call it, like media bias or anything like that. I'm oh, just yeah, but, that, saying, but that, it, is, that, is it, a, that is a thing, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, it's just, um, it wasn't like, a, oh, they had just out had it out for Xbox, so they were just venting their frustrations at that at that situation. I think that has given them a complex, like Microsoft. I kind of think, um, yeah, I, I kind of think, they've, they've, they've got about a few things, like this, like the whole sort of um, open openness of their of their platforms and stuff unlike apple who like are just locking everything down to apple um and but that's sort of going slightly off topic but yeah i think they've got a similar complex with um no your analogy is right though like xbox xbox just aren't locking down exclusives long enough like yeah they playstation do it and they do it well like they uh, i think xbox should do it if i mean no i don't really care but but I think they should, from for, if for an Xbox point of view, I think they should do it. I think PlayStation do it really well, and I think Final Fantasy. I don't think Seven will ever come to Xbox. It will. It will. Do you think? Yeah, you can't. You can't put Crisis Core, which is a prequel, uh, to Final Fantasy Seven, and not release Seven. You know, like I know, but you like, could. There's though, there's really. one, there's one of two things that are going to happen. Okay. It's either going to be, they have, they've, like, PlayStation have came to the agreement with uh, Square Enix that, okay, once we get episode, uh, or Final Fantasy Rebirth, which is the second one, Xbox can then get the first one. And then there's, like, they won't, like, it'll be at when the third one comes out, then Xbox gets the second one, you know? Like, there'll be that, like, whole time skip to when those games are, because it, they announced basically that the trilogy will be fully or wait or no they said the rebirth was next one so there could be like two three years before we see the other one again like um i think like it's either that or they're going to wait until the entire game the trilogy is out and then release on xbox but i think it's going to be whenever each part comes out xbox will get the previous one so once uh, rebirth comes out next year xbox will then get episode or part one if that makes any sense hmm. yeah yeah i mean that uh, makes sense um but it'd be batshit crazy if they just uh, I was gonna say, uh, yeah go on sorry finish with what you were saying oh, i was just gonna say it's gonna be batshit crazy if they don't get it because it was announced for xbox like hmm. when it first came out but like that it was just a year exclusivity and then the epic store thing happened and then that was another year exclusivity off xbox and now it's just like in limbo. Like Xbox will get that, but if you're really diehard fan, you're just gonna get it on PlayStation anyway. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I mean, like uh, the only people uh, um, who are gonna be picking it up. For it, I mean, I, 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 um, I, I don't buy like um, kind of exclusive games. Like again, <laughs> uh, if I'm if I'm interested in playing a game, I just get it on the platform that it's on. Yeah. Um. And then I'm not gonna, but I'm not gonna go out there and buy it to show show support for like the publisher and developers on Xbox. It's like, mm, no, <laughs> not gonna do that. Yeah. Um. Uh, but like I say, Final Fantasy. I I couldn't care less about Final Fantasy. And in fact, there's a fair amount of Square games that I don't really care about. To be fair. Um. Which is just... Which is like totally understandable. Look, I know a lot of people that don't like JRPGs, and like I can understand why they wouldn't like them anyway. I mean, sometimes I feel uncomfortable playing an R- uh, JRPG if someone walks past when I'm trying to play it, you know? So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, I mean, I used to play Fantasy Star. Oh, really? 
Yeah, yeah, Fancy Star Online. I used to play that. Um, I downloaded the the Fancy Star Two um, for Xbox, and I just wasn't the same. Like playing it, I used to play it on Dreamcast and on GameCube, and it was so good. Like I put so many hours into that game when I was younger, and um, it just it just wasn't the same, man. It wasn't the same. And like I, I mean, the only other sort of it's not an RPG. Well, I guess it is. Like the go the Hope the um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot something or other game. Uh, oh, the, well. the latest one, as in Dragon Ball Kakarot. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that. That's an open world uh, JRPG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I played that as well, but that's because I love Dragon Ball Z. I mean, who doesn't? Um, if you don't, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like I have like so many. Like I've got the seven Dragon Balls. I've got the whole uh, Dragon Ball Super. I've got all of the Dragon Ball Z collection. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm a massive Dragon Ball fan. And, yeah, man, me too. You know, like, whoever comes into my apartment just will shake their head and look at me with disappointment when they just see the amount of Dragon Ball stuff I have. <laughs> um, no, I think that's awesome, man. I'll be like, whoa, <laughs> man, that's awesome. Um, now, I, I don't like, I, I don't really like JRPGs. I'm not a massive fan. I, I, I think it's because the games are really cheesy. Like, I don't, I don't even really like, um, I don't mind some anime. Um but I, I don't. I haven't watched any new anime in like years. Like mm. the only anime I like is like older stuff, and I think part part of that is nostalgia value. But yeah, I just don't like the cheese. I'm not massive on the cheese. Yeah, that, that's um, totally understandable because like it it, it is kind of hard to sell that type of stuff to a Western audience. You know? Yeah. Like uh, it's the same with another game series that we'll come up with in a little bit that I'll just probably like push up now, even because. I lost my shit when this happened because I'm a massive Persona fan. And yeah, yeah. seeing Persona come to Xbox was just huge. And yeah. when I remember after that was announced, people were like, ah, yeah, you're getting a game that's like 13 years old. I was like, my brother in Christ, you said that you, that game was like, that series was never going to come to Xbox. The mind, you know, a mind three, four, or five, you know? And when. Like, as we all know, the, it's like <clears throat> the 25-year uh, anniversary of Persona. So at some point later this year, we're going to get the Persona 6 announcement, and which will also be launching with Xbox. Question is, if, if Persona 6 will be on Game Pass Day 1, who knows? That'll be massive if it does. But it's great to see Xbox tying that JRPG uh, not again, because it was non-existent in the Xbox One series. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I think they they really sort of oh, they really dropped because they used to get them in three sixty yeah, days. Three sixty days, yeah, and, last and, Odyssey and, Xbox, yeah. and OG days. They got they got them. They got like they locked down loads of exclusive um, Neat VP, Ninja Gaiden back in the day, man. Mm. On the Xbox, absolutely, man. Yeah, I, I they I think um, it's nice to see them getting it. They it, they need to get it, and they should get it for the variety. Like because even I'm not the everyman. Like very much not. Like I've got my own taste in games and oh yeah like have you and i have like completely different tastes in uh in games than like, some games yeah <laughs> like it's Elder Scrolls, <laughs> yeah elder scrolls is a different kettle altogether but you know like when you see things like this uh happen and you just say mm. like, okay this is the xbox that like because the one thing with this xbox conference was they listened to the fans they said like the whole time we listened to you uh last year you gave out to us because there was no gameplay all it was was gameplay this year except for one game mm, and that yeah. And, yeah. That, and that game was wulong 
uh, which Mulan, yeah, which looked fucking so sick because did, yeah. I'm a massive Team Ninja fan. I love the Neo oh, games. I Neo Two blew my fucking mind when you get to a certain part of the game where yeah, yeah, like I lost my shit and I was like, what? Like, and when you played it like the Ninja Gaiden games as well as you know, it's like when what what would be the best way? But like when I saw Team Ninja come up, I was like, oh. Xbox is getting Neo, but then it was actually like a brand new IP, which is going to be very interesting because the creative director of, I'm not sure if it's the creative director, but like one of the main guys who directed Bloodborne and also yeah. the same guy who does the, uh, his name's forgetting me, he does the uh, main combat direction in Devil May Cry as well as Final Fantasy 16 uh, is also in this. So this game has very high hopes, and seeing that in Game Pass day one is a huge guess uh, for mm. Xbox. But uh, there's like so there's still like so much to talk about. So we're going to like narrow it down a little bit, okay? I'm gonna yeah, I'm, I'm gonna ask you, uh, what was your top? Oh, there's so many top five games throughout uh, that were game announcements throughout this whole two three weeks that we got. So that's from uh, game announcements. Yeah, so that's from State of Play, uh, Summer Game Fest, uh, the Xbox Showcase, Capcom, uh, you know, and them. <laughs> oh crikey! Ah, uh, can we can we include like um, like uh, up like remakes? Um, oh yeah, so yeah. like yeah. like the Resi, yeah, the Resi, Resi like, Evil, like like, Re <laughs> like Resi Four accounts, buddy. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Resident Evil. Um, I know you know what, and I know like um, that's just good. it's like JRPGs is is it's very specific. Like I love the Japanese like horror games. I think they do it very well. Mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah, so Resident Evil. Um, I know it wasn't announced. Uh, it was already announced, I think, but it was new to me, and that's like high on life. I thought that game looked so good. Yes, Squanch um, Games. Uh, like yeah, man, yeah. And those guys are such characters. Like they, the, the they fact really that you can it. have uh, Morty's voice and it be so diverse, with no matter where you put it, mm. like is just amazing. <laughs> but yeah, what, yeah, that's two games. Where's the other three? Um, okay. Uh... Oh god! You know, I, I'm so there's been so much happened. I need to I, hang on. Let me. Yeah, you can look, look it up. You, you can look it up because like I. I I, I know, like, because there's so many games. Like, there's like more than five games I can think of that I'm excited for. But like me yeah. narrowing it down, I had to like narrow it. Like, I had to think about it. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm kind of, I'm just kind of like throwing you in the deep end right now because like, you uh, had, okay. no, you had no time to like prepare for like a, a list of five games. You know, mm. Pentiment definitely Pentiment. I'm Obsidian. well, I'm well, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm well hyped for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh god, I'm going in here. Um, yeah, I, 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 the art. I think that game's art style is so unique. Oh, and I know this. I'm pretty sure this has also been released before. But as Dusk Falls, I'm now really excited for, and that's why I actually went and played the Telltale Walking Dead game. Oh yeah, it's that, specifically that's because of that. Yeah, it's, it's out Dusk July nineteenth or July seventeenth, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. out real soon. So um, I'm yeah, that's why I'm going back and playing all the Telltale Walking Dead games because it's sort of similar. In terms of it's an interactive story, 
Um, it, it's great. Like, I, I had such a great time playing those because I've played them on the weekend and stuff like that. And I, yeah, so it's nice and chilled to just sort of sit back and just watch the story really and just press the occasional button. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, one more. Oh, one more. Um, Spheriums. Which one? Spheriums. So it was announced for um, Xbox recently um by developers brain tonic i've been i've done a couple of interviews with them they're mm -hmm. like re real sound guys it's a brand new studio the game's in early access at the moment but yeah it's coming out um for xbox it's already out P um in early access for St in via steam mm -hmm. um but yeah it's coming out um early fall for xbox and um yeah you play basically play as this um i they kind of reminds me of uh, Journey to the Savage Planet. Um, oh yes, yes, yes. Wait, was this one that the, that you actually streamed recently? Yeah, we streamed. Yeah, it, we Breeze, yeah. Breeze streamed it recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, I remember um, it now. And I'm yeah, and I'm looking forward to it because also because of my relationship with the developers there. Like I think they're I think they're like really really sound guys, and I I'm looking forward to it for them as well. Yeah, of like, course. I yeah. think they're, 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 you know, they're new developers on the scene, and um, I think it's really cool to see to see them um, to see them get their first first game out under their belt, and they're you know they're going around to various shows now and stuff, showing it all off. So yeah, that one. Yeah, that, that's that, that's a pretty good list. Like, uh, what about you? What about you then? Okay, so I'm gonna say like I'm gonna go in descending order. So the ones that I'm least hyped to to the one i'm very hyped for okay yeah so uh coming in at number five is resi 4 okay and uh, coming in at number four is the product the Callisto protocol oh god yeah i completely forgot about that game that game looks so good yeah uh coming in at number three is uh high on life yeah because that game, you know. It looks like, so good, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, coming in at number two is Starfield, because it's very ambitious and don't care if people say it looks like No Man's Sky. Uh, you see, I would have included Starfield, but I thought, I mean, it got, it got announced, like, yeah. ages ago. Anyway, but yeah, Starfield would have been my number one by a long way, by the way. But anyway, yeah. go on. And the last one... Okay, so it's it's between like two. So which one am I gonna go for? Mm. Uh, right. Hmm. Decisions, decisions, eh? Yeah, like, uh, especially when I, like, have it down to, like, two. So, like, it's the DLC for Resi A's. Yeah. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm just low-key excited for Crisis Core because, as far as I'm aware, like, people say, like, this is, like, like, you can't, like, one of the most, like, like, a lot of, like, a lot of gamers cried. This is, like, the first game they cried to. Which I'm just okay. like, where it's just like, damn, is it that good? Is it that like, Im like, 
emotionally like uh invest and you are you actually going to be that invested in it yeah or i'm just like that that intrigues me so much and that like that's it's making me get be so excited to even jump into final fantasy 7 remake and like that's going to be the game after i uh, play destroy all humans i'm going to jump into and i'm really excited and uh, okay because i thought you might consider waiting because cross discord and you say it's the prequel yeah but like uh apparently no, something no. happens in resi or resi uh in final F- i was looking at my notes uh yeah, yeah, looking yeah. at a uh, in final fantasy 7 that like ties into the prequel and like it like the prequel fills in gaps for things that like they're supposed to happen in that like so i'm not sure if you actually how much information you know from final fantasy 7 like as a whole and final Mm -hmm. fantasy 7 remake yeah uh, so i know very uh, i don't know huge amounts about final fantasy because i I just knew that i was never interested in it like back in the playstation one days when i was playing on that okay so so it's like the only kind of like main thing that i know which kind of blows my mind is that the original game like is like 40 hours long to like beat or something you know but like in the final fantasy 7 remake like you're it's only up into the midgar section and then like at the end of the game is where you leave midgar but apparently that's like happens in like the first like three four hours of the actual like original game you're also muted by the way yeah, no, I know. I muted myself. I just had to switch my headset out um, yeah. quickly. So, yeah, I'll just keep myself on mute so you don't, just to avoid any getting any feedback from when you speak. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but, yeah, like, um, I, I, I have to say, probably Crisis Core or. Like, even though it's not out this year, like, I'm probably going to say Forza uh, Motorsport. Because. Uh, like I, I remember listening to your podcast and you were talking about like the Forza games and like, like I'm a massive sim racer. Like I play Formula One 2021 uh, like every week and I cannot wait for. Dude, uh, we've got, on this note we've got to have a race. We've got to have a race. Oh yeah, absolutely. I will 100% race you. Like, I like I can't I, along with having VR support. I can't wait for that. But yeah. Uh, Crisis Core probably tops the the list that my most hyped game, even though I haven't played Seven. I know this kind of sounds weird, but it's a game that's like okay, yeah, kind of hyped for it. So yeah, that that's my list. And uh, I just want to like we're going to end it with just a quick talk about like Starfield itself because we saw what it looked like and we we kind of now know why it was delayed, which is the elephant in the room, the performance of the game. So. I just want to know your thoughts on uh, on what you saw, what you thought of, what you saw. Um, I liked what I saw. I mean, performance issues aside, um, I really liked what I saw. Um, I think that there has been a lot of um, confusion around the general population because information has been fed to us about Starfield in drips and drabs. Um, where so it's leading people to set, ask questions about oh well what about this what about that it's like well if you've been paying attention then or or if Bethesda just put every, put all the information in one place then you'd realise that actually half of your concerns are just not even really relevant like uh, they if you knew <laughs> if you had all the information they're not actually concerns they've already you know you would they wouldn't actually be concerns because they. Would, you would have the information and know that it's not a problem. Um, 
So I'm actually writing a piece on this now. I'm calling it the defi- of like I can't remember what I'm calling it. I was like the ultimate Starfield info guide, and I kind of plan it to be like um like a working piece. Like so, as we get more information, I'll just add it to it so that all of the information that people need about law, about mechanics, about um, game, de- about design and stuff like that will just all be there. Um, and especially like the law is something that you can then add to moving forward, like once the game releases. Um, just because I'm a bit of a nerd with like BGS stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I was really impressed with it. Um, the guy, I mean, it just looked like a BGS game in terms of the shooting. I really like the shooting in Fallout. I don't, I don't have no problem with it. I don't, I'm not expecting an open world RPG um, under the detail that Bethesda produced to play having Call of Duty gunplay. Um, I think it looks really cool. I was really impressed with like the dogfighting in space. I thought that looks really cool. Mm-hmm. The landing on space stations. Um, obviously, with through the IGN interview with Todd Howard and Ryan McCaffrey, we got the information that you can sort of um, it, like you can go seamlessly fly in, into planets' uh, atmospheres and things like that. Well, I think that's just going to be the same as like entering a city on skyrim it's like press a to open the door for um, to get into white run or something it's going to be like that it's just kind of for, for loading screens and stuff mm-hmm. um i have no yeah and i have no problem with it i i was i was really impressed like i think the diversity in the well, works obviously they've got a thousand planets but the diversity in like um fauna and um biomes um I was really impressed with the RPG mechanics that they're bringing back, the use of the character traits and backgrounds and stuff. Um, I was really, really um, pleased to hear... Oh, God, I can't remember what, what it is. But basically, I'm, I'm, my, my first playthrough is going to be as a space pirate. Um, yeah. Because... Uh, but, oh, yeah, that was it. The ship. The, I was really excited to see that you can not only fly your, your spaceship, but you can completely customise it and stuff. Glad to see base building making a return. Glad to see that there's no character speech anymore. I was super impressed, man. Like I'm, I, I'm, I can't not be hyped for this game. I've been so hyped for it for so long. They would have had to really f- like fuck it up <laughs> for me to not be impressed. Sorry, you can bleep me if you need that. But um, no, no, no. Yeah. But yeah, what do you what do you think? What do you feel? How, how do you feel about Starfield? Because I know that obviously we share mutual love for. Elder Scrolls, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we spoke about Fallout, but how do you feel about it? Like a BGS game. So, before I even start with Starfield, just want to shout out Ryan McCaffrey for getting Todd Howard to say that Fallout Five is after Elder Scrolls Six. But the fact that I'll probably have kids by then is just fucking <laughs> ridiculous. Well, you know what? I actually think that he said that before, and again in another interview with. Um, uh, with um, Ryan McCaffrey, I'm pretty sure he said like, "Yeah, we'll do we'll we'll do Elder Scrolls and then we'll do Fallout." Like again, let's. I'm pretty sure he said it before. I think I'm. I, I'm gonna have to find look back and find it. But I, yeah, I seem. I remember thinking when I saw everyone being like, "Oh yeah, Bethesda confirmed Fallout Five," and I'm and I'm thinking, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure they said that already. Maybe they didn't call it Fallout 5. They just said, oh, yeah, we'll do Fallout after Elder Scrolls. But I'm pretty sure they already said that. Probably did. Um, but, however, I will also just put in, you cannot, I, we literally cannot wait over 10 years for that IP. So 
uh, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, uh, more IP, like remasters of those games will definitely be needed. So with Starfield, I am hype. Like uh, I like went into it with no expectations. At the the ambitions that they have, it just it looked it looked great, but you could see the performance issues. Were like okay, so you, you we know why it's delayed. Like that's fine, but the detail of backstory, the the you know the typical it's your story. Uh, and like as you said, like you said a lot of things that were like really a good thing as well. Like uh, when you're talking to a character, it like zooms into their face, like it does in Oblivion. So like when you see that type of thing, you're like, oh yeah, we're going back there, you know? Oh, what? Sorry, what you say? I said represent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. So when you see things like that, I'm excited. Uh, obviously, when it came to well, like. I have concerns, uh, but like a lot, like it's the same thing with a lot of people. When he comes out and says, "There is one thousand planets," I was like, "You don't need a fucking thousand planets. You could have made like seven to eight rich, detailed, immersive, uh, dense planets that you could go and explore." And I would be perfectly okay with that. I don't need a thousand planets. Like I don't need all these galaxies. Like you know there's going to be people out there that are going to be like oh well there's only about two things on this planet so it's just all dull and we know it's going to be procedurally generated because like that's what bethesda does they're like dungeons were procedurally generated you know in skyrim so when you see things like that like you're going to have concerns but obviously when it comes to the stuff that we did see so like you know the main like four areas that you will go to they look exciting and like the game overall just looks great. I cannot wait to see this game, like more of this game because uh like as a Bethesda fan, like it's just like it's a new story that they're telling and like they're giving you the option to go do whatever you want and that's what I love in these uh things. Like I just cannot wait to have that Fallout 3 walking out of the walking out of the vault for the first time again but in a brand new world or when you like you first like get out of that place in skyrim and like you just go wherever you want you know there's just that that is just experiencing that for the first time again in a whole new world it's like you can do with fallout and like you you, you know when you open up fallout you're going to see it, it's a wasteland but like we're gonna see it in space, and that's like, like the music, the the score, everything just looks great, and like I can't wait, uh, to uh, to actually get my hands in it. But yeah, we can see what it was delayed. I'm happy it's delayed, but you know, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's kind of bittersweet the delay, isn't it? Like you know, you, you can see it. Obviously, you needed the delay, and I'm glad it's getting delayed, so it's gonna be like a proper game. But um, yeah, I'm uh. Uh, I, what are you? What are so? What are your concerns then? Like, it'll just it. it'll just be empty. Like a lot of it will be empty. It's like as we saw in some of the gameplay. It's like some of the some of the uh, like planets, like and their resources. It said like such and such is like two out of five. Such and such like two out of eight. You know, there's like in total like. 20 things to pick up maybe and like 
And if that's supposed to be a world, it looks very empty. Yeah, but I mean, those planets like they they're resource rich, aren't they? They're they're not. So the there's you the reason for you to go there is to go there set a farm. And the thing is, they they might have caves and caverns and stuff for you to explore and look round at to find the resources and stuff. And maybe there's enemies in there. Maybe there's like maybe there's crazy like you know in um was it uh the Empire Strikes Back <laughs> um where they fly they st- they fly into an asteroid or something and then um they oh, fly out. Yeah. Is that funny worm thing that yeah. comes out? Yeah. Um, yeah, man, there could be all sorts of shit. I mean, the problem is we don't know. Like, oh, yeah, like, and that's why I'm it's, more I mean, excited because it's, it's a whole new world, a whole new experience. It's just that, yeah. but like, we really don't need a thousand worlds. Like, you know, you don't need to say that. Like, I, I'm more of a, like, the best game and the only game I will always go back to is Arkham City. Like, that game map size is perfect. It's got mm-hmm. the most, like, dense, like, you know, it's like detail and level of all these like verticality like going into the certain areas like if you built uh like a rich story on that but like add like four or five different other maps onto that for the story of like uh starfield like i'd be i'd be okay with that it's just that i'm kind of worried with when it comes to resources how much resources are you going to need to get and especially if you need to build it for your like settlement thing and how much you're going to need for fuel, and is this something that you're going to have to do a lot? You know, like it's just mainly just concerns right now. But obviously, when a game comes out, like I mightn't be worried at all. Yeah, I mean that's fairly valid, and like you know what, anyone can have their concerns. Like I just wondered what yours were. Um, I, I think I do think that um, the, I mean, space is vast. You know, space is vast, but. Obviously, you don't want it too vast in a game because, like, you know, I kind of I got that a little bit with sort of with No Man's Sky. Actually, uh, part of the, one of the other things was the horrible achievement numbers that they had going on in that game. But um, they, yeah, they, um, they, they, I don't think that it's going to uh, it's going to be like that. I think there will be there's a limit. There's going to be a limit to how much handcrafted stuff there is. But like you say, you know, they. They designed uh, dungeons in Skyrim using um, procedural generation as well. Um, just because something isn't, uh, you know, it, these planets, they might be relatively devoid of, like, um, proper NPCs and stuff. It doesn't mean they won't have cool shit to, like, to see or to, or to find. Like, if you find it, you don't mind, just because there's only two, a couple of things you'd find there doesn't... I don't know. I, I, I understand. I just think... Um, a thousand planets. Let's say you're built. You say building base. I think you okay. You need a lot of. Re- you're gonna. It's. It'll be. Imagine you then have to fly all the way across, like to the other side of the map, which has like a thousand plan- a thousand um, planets in a hundred different systems. Mm-hmm. You're gonna. You're gonna. It's gonna be really irritating to then get all those like resources and stuff like that. Isn't it good though that they they will have potentially have like these resource heavy planets. There'll be quite a lot of them, but there'll be quite a lot of stuff with handcrafted stuff on as well, like and like you know NPCs and stuff. Obviously, like you said, the four main ones. But I don't know. I guess I just trust the way BG, like Bethesda Game Studios, make games. And as long as it's like they say, and they're going back to the Fallout Four, the Skyrim, and the you know 
games before that. As long as they don't, it, it doesn't end up Fallout seventy sixty with like a lack thereof NPCs and you know. And, uh, as long as they make it a Bethesda Game Studios game, I have no no problem. And they they seem to say that well, that's what they're saying they're going to do. And I I, I I may be a fool, but I trust them on it. Yeah, that's that's understandable. And uh, with that being said, and I've gotten your opinion stuff, that, that's the end of the episode. Joe, where can people find you? Uh, or, you know, if they ever want to chat to you about stuff or anything like this, where, where can they find you? So, yeah, um, find me um, on GamerHub. Um, so, gamerhub.co.uk. Um, you can ch- chat and engage with me there. Um, I am Mopish Lawyer. Um, on Xbox Live, uh, PlayStation, um, uh, Facebook, and Twitter, on socials in general. Um, so yeah, just sit, reach out, say hi. Um, let's play some games. Yeah, thanks for coming on uh, the show, man. It means a lot. Uh, you know, uh, obviously, everyone, I'll be talking to you next week. As long as I don't get sent to the hospital again, but I really don't think I will be sent to the hospital anymore, so it's fine. But yeah, until next time, keep it real, and I'll talk to you next week. Keep it real, guys. Thanks for having me.